A conversation I had with a ministry friend reminded me of a common danger that is all too present for pastors and leaders and which can create unnecessary stress, burden, and even conflict in ministry. I call it the perception gap. Welcome to Hope Renewed, the podcast of PIR Ministries. Thanks for joining me for Hope Renewed. I'm Tom Jameson, and this is the in-depth podcast about pastoral renewal and restoration. It's where we explore the issues and situations that can put pastors at risk and share hope when ministry leaves us hopeless. The Perception Gaps my friend outlined a couple of examples of this in action. Imagine you are discussing a concern or goal in ministry that has really captured your heart. Because you have an energetic and verbal personality, you speak passionately and enthusiastically. You might even wave your hands a bit. You feel you're communicating something positive and motivating. But in your zeal, you might miss the ways in which others receive and interpret your words and actions. Instead of feeling motivated, they feel attacked or bullied by the pastor, who they think is using the position to push an agenda. Or, imagine you're on the receiving end of such a presentation. Because you're a reflective, intuitive, internal processor, you sit quietly, perhaps not even focusing on the person speaking, but weighing all that is being said without any sign of being moved by or committed to what is shared. It's your nature. You want to be careful to appear wise and measured. But the presenter perceives you to be disinterested, detached, or aloof. There's a perception of uncaring or dismissiveness that the pastor can't be bothered with what's being said. My friend's concern is that a perception gap can lead ministry in unexpected, unwanted, and unhealthy directions, becoming the seedbed of conflict and resulting in a breakdown of trusting relationship between a pastor and ministry leaders or congregation, all for the lack of having what I'll call perception awareness. Now, at its root, the perception gap is created simply by the difference between how I perceive myself and how others perceive me. It's not dependent on whether those perceptions are true or complete or even expressed. In fact, it's rarely defined, discussed, or even acknowledged. But it can exist nonetheless. It can be intentional or unintentional. It can be subtly present without either party aware of it, or it can be blatantly obvious, at least from one of the individual's perspectives. It's bred out of a lack of healthy self-awareness of your blind spots, your style, and relational dynamics. And while all relationships run the risk of misunderstandings, for a pastor, a perception gap can be deadly. It can unintentionally and negatively impact the shape of your ministry and influence how open and accepting others are to the work you're doing and ultimately to you. It can create a false sense of reality and can cause others to become defensive, antagonistic, and even hostile. And that's not the best climate for building grace-based ministry, wouldn't you say? 
Perception gaps are not unique to ministry. Again, we all run into the danger of being misunderstood in any relationship we have. And we find ways to work through those using good communication, asking lots of questions, and even challenging one another. What is unique and makes a perception gap especially dangerous for pastors are the assumptions and unwritten rules that church members have about how they can, how they're allowed to relate to a pastor. Things like, it's a sin to question a pastor. If the pastor said it, it must be right. God will be mad at me if I disagree or question the pastor. I'm a nobody. The pastor is somebody. Good Christians always submit to the pastor's authority and power. More often than not, for whatever reason, attitudes like these are at play when a pastor relates to the congregation. And while they may sound ridiculous, a pastor can't be naive to their presence. So, how you communicate and lead are interpreted through a filter of which you're probably not even aware. That is a perception gap, and it's your responsibility to deal with it. I'm sure it sounds kind of unfair that others' misguided assumptions are your responsibility, but it's really not a question of fairness. Part of good, healthy leadership is recognizing a perception gap and narrowing it down to a safe and healthy level. It also involves developing a strong sense of perception awareness. And that's why the best place to start is with yourself, even if you're convinced that you are not the problem which, if that's your attitude, is probably the bigger issue. In a perception gap, no person is the problem. The gap is the issue, and everyone involved is a part of the solution. So, how are you part of the solution? First of all, recognizing the presence of a perception gap is crucial. How do you know when it's there? Try asking yourself some of these questions. Am I getting unexpected reactions from others, or are they responding out of character? Is there a growing sense of disconnect with those I'm working with? Do I feel that others just aren't getting me? Am I becoming angry with or dismissive of others? Am I beginning to see those I'm working with as adversaries instead of partners? Do I feel like I'm the only one who really understands what's going on? While there could be a number of reasons you're sensing these things, a perception gap might easily exist which could cause them. Next, I'd suggest that you develop the skill of personal perception awareness. Some good questions for this might be, Do I really understand how others perceive me? Do I have a good sense of how I come across to others? What's really driving me? Why do I act the way I do? Are there different ways I could be communicating? Am I aware of the influence of my position of pastor? These can be difficult self-reflective questions, and it may be of great help to have someone you trust offer good, objective reflection as well. One of the tools we offer through PIR is the Pro-D Leadership Assessment. Part of this instrument assesses your style, how you perceive yourself, and how others perceive you. Along with this is a 90-minute consultation with a trained and experienced staff member who can help highlight areas of strength and growth. This can be a powerful tool for ministry and directly addresses the perception gap. 
We also offer clergy coaching, listening partners who can provide guidance and insight for self-reflection. Check out our website under Ministries for both of these resources. Finally, as you consider dealing with a perception gap, it's important to develop skills and strategies for closing the gap. Understanding the presence of a perception gap and having your own perception awareness are crucial, but the issue does have to be directly addressed. Rather than questions, I'd offer a few suggestions. Never assume you have communicated what you've intended until it can be correctly communicated back to you. Develop a posture of humility using the seven habits rule of seek first to understand before you are understood. Prayerfully anticipate how you might be perceived instead of blindly pushing forward with the assumption that others will catch up. They won't. Have an objective, trusted, mediatorial presence to help guide you if things get stuck or conflict is imminent. Be ready to seek forgiveness and be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. And make space for God's leadership by His Holy Spirit. Misunderstandings lead to perception gaps, and perception gaps left unaddressed become cancerous and deadly. They rob life and hope from ministry and threaten to undo you. Being aware of their existence and even more aware of your part in them is a healthy start to growing ministry. It's also a way to revive hope and renew love for God and His purposes. You can learn more about PIR Ministries at our webpage, pirministries.org. Please know we stand ready to serve you and pastors you know facing the uncertainty and pain of forced vocational transition. Thanks for listening to Hope Renewed. And remember, the hope of Christ does not put us to shame.